0: Hello, and welcome to Gamer's Table, a podcast discussion of tabletop role-playing games, war games, movies, books, and various other game-related topics. Be warned, this show contains explicit material that may not be suitable for all audiences.
1: Hello and welcome to Gamer's Table, my name is Eric This
2: is Mike
3: This is Dan This is Greg This is Mark This is Jason This is Sean
1: This week, uh, well first of all we want to welcome a special guest, that's Greg Welcome back to the real world (laughs) Yes, thank you, thank you The real
3: world that's (laughs) Nam. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you look pretty good for being in Nom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's Afghanistan? The suck or uh, well Actually you've been in you've been at
1: Leavenworth, so that is kind of the suck, right? Not Le- in Kansas Kansas. At Le- at Le- Leavenworth. Right at Leavenworth. Stationed at Leavenworth. At Leavenworth. Yes, okay. not, not, not
4: released from. Sometimes it so, feels that way, but no. So yes,
1: Greg is with us. Not a consistent guest, but most likely a repeat guest from time to time. So he'll bring in a unique perspective this week. We are talking about game breakers, to give a definition of that. Something that players do, because most likely game masters are not going to introduce game breakers into their own game. Unless they're tired of it. it, (laughs) Shut it down. That's entirely true. true. But we're talking about something that players do, character creation or items or things like that, that are too powerful for a group game. Now, with an individual one-on-one or maybe a duo, maybe not so bad, but something that just totally derails the game itself.
3: The first thing that came to my mind was what Sean said, which was? Deck of Many Things. Deck. deck of Many deck Things. Of many things. That's That's that, that, that is a item. classic. That, is, that can uh, kill multiple sessions. I, well, think, not only I that, think that it, deck is a session in itself. Yeah, pretty much. It, it can be. Yeah, yeah, but we've but done so that fun. That's
1: the problem. We've done that before where yeah. we sat yeah. down. And, and,
3: and I spent and, a
5: whole night just playing that at one card game. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a card game. <laughs> well, it should be. For me, it's not the the actual use of the Deck of Many Things so much as the results of.
0: Right, exactly. It is, and, you know, and it could take it either way.
5: Right. I mean, yeah. you could end up even more ungodly powerful than you were beforehand. That's true. Or you could end up with nothing but your staff and your loincloth. Right. Or and, you have the or inevitable. dead. Yeah. Or just yeah. dead. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or you <laughs> got <laughs> like <laughs> the...
3: Two
1: hour lead up. I'm going to pull a card. No. I'm going to do no. <laughs> it. No. It, it is almost like you sit there and it's almost like Russian roulette. And that game, it, it can totally screw up. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't most of the Deck of Many things have a maximum number you can pull? I think it was four. Ooh, it's I don't hard recall to call a number.
4: I, I, think
3: think I
2: think I always try to get to it It's been whole so thing. long. I know. Yeah. Didn't
1: they actually make a physical, actual Deck of
3: Many yes, things?
2: Um, that was, um, was a few years. I remember seeing was it, it at Taizo that, did oh, that? They, There's more there's third-party ones. There was one printed in Dragon Magazine a long time ago. Uh, yeah, they're out there. Yeah, I believe we had one, didn't we? Uh, I, believe I Mike, I Mike picked,
0: it picked, picked one picked it up in Yes, yeah. yeah. I I, yeah.
5: well, You bought yeah. it. If it was in Dungeon it Magazine it? or Dragon Magazine, Mike's got yeah. some. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> wow, that
2: <laughs> needs to show I've
1: up got a digital copy somewhere. It's one of those things that, you know, it, it can totally mess up your whole thing, your whole night. It can mess up your whole game. It can just shut it all down. And that's a perfect example. Something that I thought about sticking with fantasy is the wish spell.
3: Oh yeah, that is a. That's I was going to say a ring of wishes. That's break.
1: a that's a session killer right, right there, especially when you have a hardcore DM who says nit uh, every last word. Exactly, yeah. what, you have to write out your your wish, and they will look at every word that you write to see if you fumbled anywhere.
3: Well, that's a game, you know. That's
1: that's you against the GM,
3: if, right? Let's if if, it, if come come there's that kind of jam. GM, yeah, don't i don't Mike want to law
4: school to write my wish. <laughs> no, but <laughs> Mike, if you if
0: you don't word a wish correctly, Mike will screw with your. I or think that's world. only
3: retaliation getting you back for something you've done in the past. <laughs> I'm, I'm positive. <laughs> just me? Yeah, yeah. just me. Yeah. Yeah, just probably. Jason. That's
2: probably true. Well, those first two examples is kind of interesting because uh, both of them can be easily avoided by not using them. But they're so um, fun. Right, As right. Opposed to right. Put a deck of many things in my hand and tell me not to use it. You yeah. usually yeah. bring in a deck of many things. <laughs> it's, ga- it's gamer crack. That's it's what. A,
1: a,
5: a, <laughs> gamer in the years crack. I've been playing with you, I've seen two decks of many things. Yes. And i never seen one Vorpal weapon. Not one. <laughs> I'm glad I've missed both of those. I would. <laughs> no, I
3: put Vorpal Weapons in that
5: uh,
1: near game-breaking. Well, it's because you've got that's the one-shot kill. Yes, that and yeah. that is dangerous. It's, I think right. It's right.
5: dangerous, but I think made irrelevant by 3rd Edition with the having to confirm your critical.
1: Yeah, and I think in
0: the well, same true. ballpark is the Sword of Sharpness.
1: Right. Cutting Which off they, the guy's they, limbs is They've really gone right away from all that stuff. Because yeah. I remember, yeah, 1st and 2nd Edition, Sword of Sharpness was just as bad, if not worse, because wasn't it like a 19 or 20? What was the old Sword, sword of Sharpness rule? I think the Sword of Sharpness think, was better. Yeah, that's so what I'm sharp- thinking.
0: Sharpness was nineteen to twenty, yeah. and Vorpal was twenty.
3: Yeah, that's
1: what I
0: think too.
3: Yeah. Okay, rolling with this D and D vibe. What killed you guys uh two D and D campaigns ago, what killed it? Guy named Oh, you're
1: talking about Calador Cal- the frenzied berserker. Yeah, that, uh, yes. That was a power build, yes, power build It was so uh, bad
3: they, they like didn't they say you should not use this in a friendly game? In the online community, like yeah. even the D- Wizard said,
1: Yeah, don't use this. Yeah, that was the, the frenzied berserker build. Using the power attack and then maximizing it, it ended up being um, it was a uh, an algorithm that you have to do to figure out this you know to maximize your damage and it was ridiculous. Insane. I think it
2: was that ridiculous. class was outlawed in Living Greyhawk.
1: I believe it was too. Yeah, so it it was certainly a broken. So broken classes could be put in there. I know we've talked about it before, where uh, Deuce made a Timothy uh, Longbottom. No no Timothy Longbottom was yes A broken character He yes. was even more broken Than Calidor, Probably but, like, I'm also talking about His ooze uh, master His ooze master Yes, yes. polymorph. Morph. So, which
5: he also got that off of a form. I was okay. going to
1: say we could lump all this into
3: internet builds, right? Yes.
5: Or we could just you know change the topic of the of the session to Deuce is done. That's true. <laughs> Game Breakers see Deuce, <laughs> <laughs> Still
4: which surprises again. me why he's not here today.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right? It's always that look on his face when he walks into you know he's he's got that look on his face like oh
1: my. <laughs> he's always got that look on his face. <laughs> Wait till I show you this one. <laughs> That's because he's always. I've up seen that something. look. It makes me want to hit him. <laughs> yeah. So. Power builds are also included into that. Uh, what else, like fantasy related, can you think about? Well, uh, we can
3: bridge fantasy and uh, sci-fi now. Uh, I always, I, I think it should be banned. Uh, the teleport spell—it's a it's game breaker. And uh, well,
0: yeah, it's a
5: game alterer for sure. Well, now,
3: if you're
0: talking about you talking about for any game or for any game any for game. mutants and masterminds in particular. Uh, well,
3: well, mutants and masterminds. I mean, we we had no way of knowing how bad <laughs> teleport could be, but essentially, your your mutants and masterminds character toward the end, you could effectively end any session. Right, like right. just oh, yeah. combat over done. Right, just you grab know? somebody. Like, why were you guys always making fun of me for being ineffective in combat? Because,
0: because, because well,
1: that's you what, kept what we do. To disintegrate that's that's what that's what then we do. Yes,
0: I added the I added the disintegrate later because you guys said I didn't have any yeah, kind I mean, of an offensive. This <laughs> one power wasn't <laughs> right. bad
3: enough. Let's add disintegrate. And, and I, <laughs> the,
0: the only reason I made the teleporter was because for me making a character that had one power was simpler. It was we easier for me. We totally agree. On. But character. Yes. I don't think anybody
3: saw. The direction that that was going no. whenever you first made no. it, right? Not until you actually use it in game and realize the mechanic mm. doesn't work. You're like, this is a god character, right? And well,
4: well, well. I, I did start to. I think teleport depends on the system. I mean, I've I've played two different hero system games at this point. I played Heroes and then I've played Mutants and Masterminds, mm-hmm. and I actually played a Teleporter in Heroes. And the difference is there are suppresses and other things that can limit teleport in that right. system, as opposed to Mutants and Masterminds, which there are it's I mean, endless
5: and limited, but you know you don't. Have to they're voluntary? Yeah, I
0: basically spent all my points so that I yeah. was completely what's, free to teleport
1: wherever I wanted to go. And what's an example yeah. of the, the the dampeners for uh,
4: actually the suppress power is one of them. There's a specific power called suppress where you can dampen other people's powers. Okay, and it's based off of a d6 uh, amount of roll which can suppress your powers or just turn them off. Uh, and there's ways to do it at ranged, ways to do it with touch, kind of a very versatile way to. Uh, adjust that. I mean, that's but, one but way to do it. But the nature
3: of the power is the same in Hero as it is in Mutants and Masterminds. I mean, there are ways. There's nullify power in Mutants and Masterminds, but just right. the nature of the teleport power—being able to take yourself or anyone or anything right. anywhere—it's just mega well, powerful. Well, yeah,
5: that, that's that, that is, and there are limited limits put on uh, in Mutants and Masterminds, in particular, where you know you can't just teleport some dude's arms off unless you're playing like a, a grim and gritty campaign and the GM allows it. That would right. have
4: been
1: cool. Well, or, we, we all we also talked not about that Jason it, didn't try, right? <laughs>
4: Right, and that's a specific power right up in Heroes is to teleport people's limbs off, and it's uh, specific power almost unto itself. And, and in D and D, to me, it just takes away
3: the feel. You know, to me, part of uh, a big part of D and D is is kind of the travel.
4: Yeah. And
3: whenever you have instantaneous global movement ability,
1: yeah, it
3: takes one, does whole, not, one, one does not one does the... not just
5: teleport into Mordor. Right. right. Yeah, I was saying like <laughs> Gandalf didn't just teleport them straight up to Mount Doom. That's well, because all all he could do was cast light spells anyway. Yeah, well, but, and telekinesis, yeah, but. Yeah, that too.
1: Getting back to mutants and, and masterminds, eagles. Was, well, no,
5: summon moth and they tell the moth to go summon eagles. Getting
1: back to mutants and masterminds, though, Mike did limit your power pretty much from the beginning when he said you cannot take the advantage of teleport something at range, right?
2: Yeah, right. would have yeah, been yeah, ridiculous. ridiculous. I was pissed. Would have been like which Eric's Eric's
0: solution to that was become yes. a, uh, an, a have the elastic power.
2: You go, yes, <laughs> you should
3: have taken yes yeah, stretch instead that. of disintegrate. <laughs> I was so excited
5: when John said he was going to take uh, str- uh, elasticity for oh, the yeah. Monday new Monday game and then didn't do it. You know, he was a Little yeah. bastard! Yeah. That would have mm-hmm. been great.
1: I don't know. I mean, I I agree that uh, teleport could mess things up. You know, Especially for a game master Especially if you have a certain scenario You want to run the characters through And then it's like, well, I don't want to do this So poof, I'm gone I think the fly spell or the fly ability Especially in Mutants and Masterminds Can certainly get to that point too and I, I, my example is uh, Mark. You made the guy who was the essentially the Green Lantern amalgam in,
5: in uh, Iron Man. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, you, <laughs> but it 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 got to the point where it's like he could fly anywhere in the world in a move action. It's like okay, well, what are you gonna do? Well, I'm gonna grab this guy. I'm gonna fly him to Mount Everest, and I'll come back, and you know that's my two move actions.
5: Yeah, and then I could I could create a uh, you know an energy mecha Godzilla. Right. With the blast power of, like, 12, and then...
1: Right. So, I mean, you get to that point where it's it, it becomes too much,
5: and then it's... It's your own damn fault. Every time I gave you the character to sheet to review, you took it to your program, put the numbers in so they didn't work. <laughs> then I found more points.
3: <laughs> well, all of this is on the players to say, well, no, this is power gaming douchebaggery. Well, what it is, you know,
1: what so it you're is... You're saying we should limit... We should police ourselves? I think that I, should I always be the case. It makes a funner game session. But what, what it is, is... I, th- I disagree. I think that it's the game master's responsibility to set that parameter. If you're just going to play an open game, okay, like, for instance, we're getting ready uh, next week to start Shadowrun, and I said you can make whatever you want. I did not limit it one bit. So if somebody makes, and, and it's kind of hard, not, not as easy with Shadowrun, but some other games, if you leave it open like that, then it's your own fault if the players take advantage of, you know, builds or whatever and make things. You have to set parameters. Otherwise... You're leaving yourself open for that. Now it could be one of those things where you really don't anticipate the players to do that. So you know, then it's really learning by experience. But I think that it, the game master has to set parameters that you know this is going to be a street level game, like the the hero game that you're going to run. Greg is
4: going to be a street level, you street know, street level vigilantes, no powers. Yeah. To start. start. There you go. Nice. You can't, well, pull glasses. You,
1: yeah. You can't break that. You know, right,
4: you can't, there's no screw up there, right?
3: So, I mean, you'd like to think that, but in hero, <laughs> you can make a broken street level guy,
4: hmm. um, mm-hmm. positive, yeah. But then that's just my job to adjust fire and break you, so you have to play somebody else, <laughs> true sniper.
2: I'm uh, uh, playing snipers the, uh, uh, a rubber bullet
4: sniper, it's a marksman <laughs> that would actually be kind of cool. <laughs> <bullet> <laughs> sniper. He's not a sniper, he's a
1: marksman. Yeah, well, that's that guy, the PC I'm not playing term. him,
3: I'm not playing him,
0: sharpshooter,
3: sharpshooter, right.
0: Yeah. So. As point. far as other games, so like Shadowrun, what would your game break in?
1: Well, we talked about this with Panther the Shadowrun episode. Huh, yes, yeah. the Panther, Panther Salt the, the filament whip. Well, not only just that, but also uh, accessibility. You get a you get a face man who's big enough with a, with a big enough role, he can get yeah. you Delta Grade cyberware. Oh yeah. And then all of a sudden now you're talking about, you know, half essence cost, you're getting moved by wire, you're getting all this other stuff. You get to that point where it escalates so high that the characters have access to more crap. Hey,
4: there you yeah. go. And then they There's have to a be eaten killer. by dragons.
3: A face man. In Shadowrun is a session killer potentially. <laughs> you spend you could spend a whole night just doing face stuff. Well, you could Not spend a whole even,
5: night just doing decor. But that's part
0: well. that's the game though. I think. I, I well, think that's, that's the game
3: that we have made it. But I don't think that's
1: necessarily the nature of Shadowrun in general. That's the direction we've taken it. I know there's uh, in Shadowrun the session. If you're talking about like individualized session killers, now you're talking about pre planning, over planning, over planning a run. Right. right. That's that's any.
3: Any game That's we've really we've overplanned in fantasy. We've I know, in but
5: Shadowrun. I think it happens more. Yeah, it
1: happens almost consistently. Well, yeah. we, were, yeah.
4: we were we had to be brought into that because the first game of Shadowrun we played, we said let's just go f and do it. And yeah, and, and I, that turned out very bad <laughs> for us. Yes, <laughs> we I ended just up go uh, front door and blow it. Uh, That's what I we had, did. <laughs> <laughs> and then we drove over the burning wreckage. <laughs> yeah, uh, it
5: wasn't cool. We planned cute it. Scott threw a uh, a flashbang through a window that ended up blinding him and the two guys. <laughs> That's
0: actually kind of cool.
5: I had flash suppressors on my cyber eyes, so I had to lead his blind ass back across the street so he could put the C4 charge on the side of the building that he was supposed to blow up. Right, he
1: blowing up the wrong building.
5: Right. Oh, so. <laughs> That's all so, very,
3: yeah. very specific.
2: That's yeah. good role well, but it reminds,
3: it reminds me of something appropriate. Game Killers Sean and grenades, yes. Sean and grenades. That's, that's Guido and grenades. More, more yes, those are those system, These too. two have, a, have a,
1: a, a bad history of uh, yes, blowing they, up their they own can't guy, see you guy, themselves or their teammates with yes, grenades,
5: especially teammates. Oh, I, I love think the, the earliest example of that: <laughs> it was boom.
0: Twilight yeah. 2000 grenade launcher. Yes, and, and just and, randomly <laughs> shooting grenades in the air. Yes,
1: directly up in the air. While we
0: were trying to sneak up on a Soviet base, I believe.
1: Yeah, that's that's uh, gamer add right there. Yeah. You, you can't wait for the the adventure to begin so you just kinda set everything off. Hey
2: guys, let's go. Boop. That was
0: clearly Sean's board list you see how much I can screw this stuff up. Right. <laughs> so Sean uh,
1: are you
2: the original Leroy Jenkins? <laughs> I, I might be the Leroy Jenkins. Yes. yes. Leroy <laughs>
1: I don't Um, think we ever finished that game, either. um, Yeah, so I think that players should police themselves when it comes to things like that. You know when you're breaking a game.
0: I thought that you. I've heard you say in the past, and I'm pretty sure I've heard Mike say in the past, that we're supposed to police each other.
1: Well, I wouldn't say each other. If we're letting it go, that you're going to let it go. That's a very uh, passive way
4: of doing it. I I don't don't mean to call you out, but I'm almost positive that we've had that conversation before.
1: But I don't think that that works. Okay. Well,
4: it brings up the GM retaliation, uh, like the rule of three. We bring one Panther Assault Cannon, and right. then and the next thing we know, yeah. there's ambush with three of them.
1: Right. Yeah, and that's, that's something that I instituted as a way to kind of curb some of that. Well,
3: it's, it's hard to fix that mistake once it's implied. Right, right.
1: So it, without experience, though... You know, an inexperienced game master is going to run a game, and unless if they feel like they're, you know, they can lose control very quickly if the players are more experienced than they are and know how to run rough shot over a, a game master who doesn't know what the hell he's well, doing.
0: It, and it is also kind of game killing, I guess, when a guy is cheating. Well, I, yeah, I, I think yeah. that's usually what you're talking about when, and I know specifically when we've had that conversation in the past about you guys have to police each other, right? And you know, inevitably, either we're not willing to call them out. And then you eventually have to, and then you have to embarrass them.
1: Well, yeah. That, I mean, that's a whole different thing, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we're not necessarily talking about cheating. Because, I mean, cheating in itself, if you've got to But, it, but it, cheat, can be,
0: it can be game-breaking. Well, the, it, guy, the guy who never fails a role, the guy who always succeeds, right. that really gets to be annoying.
1: Well, and especially if everyone around them knows that they're not being sincere. You know, then it's like you know you need to do something about so and so, and it always falls to the game masters because sure. no one else wants to call out another gamer.
4: Nobody wants to be the bad guy either. I, I wouldn't say that. I, I did it with Scott when we were playing Shadowrun. Oh, see, uh, I would. He left. left his he <laughs> i <his laughs> <character,
3: laughs> hey, oh, uh, here. I'm, have not done that to Scott. Yeah, from
4: what I've understand. I played Shadowrun with Scott too, and it's just whoa! Come on, man. Yeah, he, yeah. he left his character behind one week. One week, and <laughs> you ran we scrutinized audit? it. Yeah, we audited it, and it's like, hey, man, there, there's something wrong here. He didn't right. come back for a while. Yeah. Well, that would be. I mean, I don't blame him. That would be
1: embarrassing. I'd be embarrassed to show up too if I was doing that. But well, but sometimes I mean that's it. it if something is not done, you know, and that's this is a, this is a complete tangent, but you that's know, fine. If,
3: if, it's never going to get better. It's only going to get worse.
1: Right. And if if you don't nip it in the bud, then it, then it ends up becoming a distraction, and then you know, and I've even done the thing where if I, I suspect that a, a player is cheating, or I. Know that a player is cheating, then I will steer the story away from them. They are no longer a focal point in my story. You have now been relegated to periphery, and I will run with someone else's character, character, concept. character concept or background or you know things like that. You, you won't give them any fluff. No, right. and it's because I you know it's it, I, I think that that aspect of the game is a reward. And should be treated as such Oh I definitely agree I'd,
0: ra- I'd rather any day Spend lots of time On my character's background And the things going on In my character's The stuff that I've come up with For my character Than get a plus five magical sword Although So what you're saying It's all about you cool. Yeah when it, when, exactly it, when it, it can be about me Yeah it's great Yeah. Especially when I've thought I've come up with a character who's a really good concept, and I think it's a really
4: good idea. Just messing with you, man. Oh, I know. Yeah,
5: now that Greg has uh, made the It's All About You crack, Greg is the guy that we talk about when we talk about the guy that uh, did lots of... uh yeah, well, I've grown up playing. since then. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> talk about let's talk
4: about who it's all about. Yeah, we, have, uh, have
3: you listened to the episode that just dropped, by chance? Uh, not this last
4: one. I, I don't have internet at my new house. There's yet, a lot of love so. for you in that. Oh, okay, that's fine. I hey. would like. I want Mike to weigh in,
3: Mike, over your because I would say mm-hmm. you've gm the most. What What can you do, or what? What have you seen done more often That just kills a whole night I'd say
5: Mike will kill a whole night on his own Just looking over his notes <laughs> What will
3: kill just any particular night Yeah like what's or, a session uh, a killer a whole game Or yeah or Well okay I just thought of one But you go ahead Because I
2: put you on the spot
3: Or do you want me to buy you
2: some time <laughs> well, I don't, know if thi- I don't know if this is what you want to uh, hear, but I think uh, what kills a lot of the games is you're trying to get everything too soon. Uh, Shadowrun's ver- very good at that. You you can make a brand new character who is unbeatable. You can tweak them, you know, really hard. Uh, whereas yeah, in other games like D and D, you know, you start first level, maybe you have to work your way up to being this teleporting monster. But uh, so I think sometimes it's in, in some games you try to get everything you're right. Talking at about the start.
3: ambition ambition can is a killer is that what you're saying because i know sometimes we start out pretty early wanting to build keeps and right roots. that, that <laughs> can
0: definitely be a killer if you got four guys playing in the game and three guys just want to be your average everyday adventurers who like to go in and kill monsters and steal treasure and then go get drunk at the bar but you got one guy who wants to conquer the map and he wants to be the king and, <laughs> you know that can definitely be
3: you know it's oh. good to be the king Oh, sure it is. But well, I
0: just, yes, yes, unless it is. it's
3: one of you two. But, uh,
2: <laughs> but it, that brought Again up an
3: example. The, the absolute game killer of all time that has happened to us is when you start talking about the next game oh yeah that's that <laughs> that, that happened to us as recently as three weeks yeah, ago right really. exactly, exactly every time we do that the current game that's like dies the, that's like the kiss the, of the death. current game is not
0: dead we locked it up in the shed remains to be seen <laughs> but still
2: <laughs> but you know, I, you know what i mean you know sure, what not, i know about. what you mean yeah. the, i the have best. a really good game I, I, killer oh go mike this is dandy go for mike and that is magic item creation. As yeah. soon as you have yeah. the ability to create your own magic items, game over.
5: And your campaigns, Mike, making our own magic items is the only way to get magic items. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is true.
5: <laughs> so, uh, I th- so what we're saying is, we need kill to- the dragon. There's a gold piece under a
3: rock. <laughs> when we uh, when the the we go board. back through and listen to this, we need to take notes for everything. And this is our ban list. We are yeah. we're creating our
4: ban list. Or we kill the dragon and a oh, look, the treasure is entirely in copper pieces. Yeah,
1: we didn't. Hey, if
4: you're a
2: bronze dragon, pieces. that is totally legit. You just kill. not exactly true. Let's say it's a uh, published adventure. What you're getting is essentially a randomly assigned set of magic guns, We'll say, and if you're playing like a. Druid, and there's no items in there that make sense for a druid, then you feel left out. Now what happens is when you can make your own magic items is you have suddenly the perfect set of items for your character to optimize your character. You have the best armor, weapons, whatnot.
5: Yeah, but doesn't making magic items always cost you some of the experience you've gained?
2: Oh, yeah, for yeah. the wizard making You're paying, making them, you're paying it, it for it. It balances out.
4: And it also costs you time in I don't game. Know,
2: but I'm just saying, as soon as you have the power to make your own items, then that's less incentive for the DM to reward you said items.
1: Well, and uh, I think along those same lines, and we talked about this with high and low magic fantasy, uh, the ability to trade or buy magic items is kind of mm-hmm. in that same boat. economy. Yeah. Kind of. yeah. See, I don't so, think
0: trading is such a big deal. Buying can be a big deal. Yeah. I can see that. Definitely creation is a big deal. I mean, it, that's uh, that's definitely game-breaking. I agree with Mike. Because realistically, magic items are supposed to be rare, which is why you should find them in tombs and dungeons and in dragon hordes and stuff like that, right. rather than, I'm just going to go out and make and them there. Make me a pair of gloves, I'm gonna make me a belt, I'm gonna make me a sword or you know, hey
1: hey hey, you know, resident, wizard, friend. Right, honestly make this for me. Right,
0: honestly. I have a small counterpoint to that. Having all those items made should realistically on a on a given campaign world take up all the time of every powerful wizard that could possibly make those magic items. Right. Which is why the wizards would just say, get bent. I'm not going to make that for you.
1: Well, or it could be why high-level wizards send, you know, fifth-level schlubs to go do their right. things for them because <laughs> they're it, busy right. doing this. Right.
4: And, and here's my counterpoint to the magic item creation. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to get this point out, and you're going to like it. <laughs> Beep. So... Uh, When we were playing our last group that made it to epic level, Mm -hmm. we had two wizards, and I was playing the cleric. Right. At first, I didn't want to play the cleric, but we drew out of a hat. Whatever. But Is that how we did it? (laughs) I don't remember. Yeah, that that was how we did it. It was a hat. Wow. We drew classes and races out of a hat. Wow. Genius. Absolutely, brilliant. thank you, Mike. That's <laughs> how I wound up with a half elf cleric. Okay, your but uh, <laughs> half elf cleric of Heronius. Shut up. So <clears throat> I thought it was Pyramus.
5: <laughs> no, no, no. no <laughs> that's, sorry, when, that's when Greg had the brilliant idea had to. Uh, to uh, make a wizard that was also a sorcerer. So he was multi-classing as a wizard and a sorcerer every other level. He was my first D&D character. So, <laughs> Eat me. So he had a load of magic missiles and basically nothing else. And then I got fireballs. Okay. And eventually, eventually okay. he got fireballs. Okay, okay. Go the
4: counterpoint <laughs> is that you've got a large group of seven to eight characters, two of which are other, other mag- magic users, and the three of us were tending to compete for some items. It was the only way to get certain items as the cleric was to make them for myself. Right. Because Mm -hmm. there was just not enough to go around for the three magic users. True. And that's my counterpoint there. Magic item creation has its place, but also finding downtime to create the magic items I wanted or that the group could use was also pretty rough in that situation, too, because we were always moving around.
3: Good point. It will be taken into consideration, but I disallow. <laughs>
2: well i think the other thing
0: especially in that particular campaign greg was that in, in addition to that competition for magic items there was also seemed to be a competition for loyalty well, one yeah. side of the group actually a very small minority in that group was good and i think it was basically greg and no one else
2: i right. was the moral compass yeah. you guys apparently you were, we
4: were
3: also uh deaf mute because you couldn't see what was going on around
4: you <laughs> Yes, so. So they, they were smart enough to send me off in one yeah. direction. He was the lovable dupe. Here's, here's another <laughs> game breaker for you. You're
1: all
3: complaining about loot. Loot is a game breaker. If you get that epic dragon horde, what else do you do after that? That's a game killer.
5: Yeah. Yeah. See, That's one of the things I kind of like about Mutants Masterminds is it's so loot not, free. Yeah,
3: you it's just, loot ag- agnostic. Right. <laughs>
5: I, mean,
0: I think any loot that we got in Mutants and Masterminds just ended up being a trophy to put on the shelf. Because well, right. you couldn't right. use it. You right. used a zero exactly. point,
1: or you spent your own build points to use it. That's right. the best system. I'm just
3: saying it again. It's the best system.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
5: Noted. Although, uh, uh, on, uh, going back to Shadowrun, loot Shadow Shadowrun can get pretty grizzly. You know, you you gank a guy over his, uh, you know, Wired Reflexes 3 and then you take it to the meat shop and have the right. Wired Reflexes ripped yeah, out.
3: Then right. you're just a mass murderer. <laughs> <laughs> but we did it so often. I know, I yeah, know. Yeah, it happens all but the time. that's what happens. <laughs> right. Shadowrun's moral compass starts out uh,
1: over here. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to be good guys. It which starts is why starts out
4: broke.
3: Which is why all of our headquarters, all
0: of our secret bases, had to have some kind of refrigeration unit so we could oh, store yeah. the dead dudes <laughs> until we could get them stripped. And I will deep,
3: say, deep freeze. And I thought about this after watching a lot of the show Dexter, not laboratory. Oh sure, gotcha. <laughs> the I was like, what a great way to get
1: rid of bodies! Dump them out <laughs> yeah. in the river. We got the ocean right there. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I think that you know if if you uh, intentionally break a game then it's probably because you either a are not having fun and you just want to screw it up and go move on to something else or you're not considerate enough to think of everybody else's fun or you just honestly don't know that you're I'm doing gonna,
3: it i'll i'll be in the precocious uh position of defending deuce here i don't think deuce does it to uh, upset people i don't think he does it to break the game I think that's his fun
1: finding sure. the loopholes. No, absolutely. Well, after, after yeah, yeah. and I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now. After having played with Deuce in a game where it was just us playing, he's an amateur. Um, he what he likes, he puts his own fun in front of other things, even to the detriment of the group. So
3: you're saying my point is invalid? Well, it's I, but but there's an archetype out there that I just defended that may
5: not <laughs> well, Deuce. No, I, I think
0: I think what it, I think what Eric's going is we've made groups before that we're trying to play you know, serious, and, and we're trying to play it straight. Right. And he makes a guy who, and it seems like every character he makes is named after some kind of canned meat product. Well, yeah. Know, he's just stuck right. in a rut. Right,
2: treat. Finding names is I, hard. I think he likes yeah. that, though. But,
3: yeah, it's... It, you can't lie that Hormel isn't a good name for sure, a character.
0: But Treat... <laughs> Why not? It's Treat Williams. I don't think he's one of the best actors ever. But I, he didn't name him after Treat Williams, and I would <laughs> I would hesitate to say he's one of the best actors ever. Well, anyway, he's
5: uh, at least the best substitute
4: to star. What? What? I think <laughs> what it boils down to Someone, yeah, is, this the is that episode. consideration of others should prevent you from sure. bringing a broken character in.
1: Well, a broken or um, like we were talking about, a ridiculous character, something that doesn't fit with the group. I you know, know where Eric's going, and I disagree, sir. And I think you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're going with your cowboy
1: Aicha. Ridiculous this place. I, I'm so past cowboy. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm talking about and Deuce kind of fits that mold. You know, you you do things wacky just for the sake of being wacky, rather than you know. It's like we've got a group of of. Characters that are in this setting, and you make something (laughs) completely—it's kind of like Mutants and Masterminds when we all played high school characters. And Mark brought a
3: thirty-year-old
5: hard ass. (laughs) Like,
1: thanks for getting on board with that one.
5: (laughs) Uh, They cast me against type. What can I say? Sure,
1: but yeah, that that wasn't. I I see what you're what you're saying there, but it wasn't necessarily as like game breaking. No, no, that wasn't wasn't game breaking. No, no, certainly not. But uh, things. Yes, it was. Damn it. <laughs> Broke
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> so, river. But uh
1: there are there are cases where you know, and I do I know Deuce has been the culprit of of several times, um where you just play a character that seems not group oriented. Um the example I, I have right on top of my head was when we were at Gen Con and we played Call of Cthulhu and he played a it was nineteen forties Call of Cthulhu. He's playing a uh, female reporter who's trying for the big scoop and gleans an important piece of information that the whole group would know you know could benefit from and he spends the entire game session hiding in a cornfield you know and running from us yes <laughs> that you <know>? was fun
5: <laughs> yeah and, and he
1: he ended up sitting there for hours doing nothing because his character was hiding and, and running around and doing things on the side and 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 I don't want to really
5: has become the bag on Deuce episode well and I I was just
0: about to say I don't want that to be the case I mean we we like playing with Deuce certainly I don't think anybody would disagree with that I've certainly made broken characters before I know one particular character Ahmad I mean I, I know he was broken and I intentionally made him broken because Brian had already made his character broken, and I the patterned bar was him already after, set pretty high. Right, for
1: that. and I, I right. patterned him after Brian's but character. But that's completely different, I think, because that you're talking about the epic setting. But that was before they were epic, though. But still, they were still high level, sure. and and you just you were just following suit. You weren't going off script. You were doing what everybody else was doing. Right, well, I guess that's true.
3: So I would like to say. Uh, Anybody else out there has any game-breaking stories, post them on the Facebook. Right. The, the Facebook. The I'd like Facebook. i like to point that out, the Facebook. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Any, or just uh, because we, I, or, but Better
5: yet, post them on your own Facebook and don't bother us. There you go. There you go.
3: Wow. No, because we, get, we, get, you know, we, we talk about the games that we've played, and we, we have a certain style of play. There are people out there who do stuff completely different than us. So sure. I'm always interested <laughs> in, in the way other people...
1: Yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, sitting in, and that's something that one of my, this is another tangent, but uh, something that w- I would be interested in is sitting in with other game groups, you know, and see how they play. Uh, I, w- I would not. Uh, because but you hate everybody else, Mark. I, 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 you I, hate I, people.
5: I, I do. I, I like I, I like most of you guys. You would probably love Soylent Green, though. <laughs> but,
1: uh, you know, just sitting in with oh, other yeah. groups. A little and Dijon make,
5: mustard. Soylent Green would be awesome.
1: Yep. Making, uh, you know, like maybe at a con or something. Sitting in play play a game with some people that I don't know just to kind of get that feel uh, usually I, I'll do that like at a con where if I'm playing you know a game by myself or something and then that kind of takes care of that appetite for a while and then I don't want to do it anymore
0: yeah so. that's,
5: that's yeah
0: I think Gen Con definitely definitely gives us our fill of playing with people we don't normally play with right and I mean
1: Good and bad. It, it could that, be good. Game, it could be. It can be, bad. be taken both sure. oh, there's, yeah. been, there's been some good ones. Definitely. Yeah. yeah.
0: But it's it's the, that handful of bad ones that we continue to talk about well, for years. and Bad years and stories years. are always better than good sure. ones. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, absolutely true.
1: Okay, well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.
3: Follow us on Twitter. We are at Gamers Table, and like us on Facebook.
0: You have been listening to Gamers Table, brought to you by Side Tangent Productions. Visit us at ww.gamerstable.com products and intellectual property discussed during this podcast are the properties of their respective owners this production is for entertainment purposes
2: only any commercial broadcast is prohibited without the express consent from side tangent productions